Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. The United States Senate returns to Washington, D.C. today and will vote on the so-called Respect for Marriage Act. We're going to be talking about this on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. You know, Matt, I think it's so important that we really unpack the travesty of what all this bill contains. Yeah, this is a terrible bill. It's called or misnamed the Respect for Marriage Act. Rather, it's more the Disrespect for yeah, Marriage no Act. Yeah, there's respect there. H.R. 8404, about two weeks ago, 12 Republicans joined 50, 60, 50 Democrats to come up with 62 votes to move this bill past cloture and avoid the filibuster. And so this bill could have been killed. Unfortunately, it was not. It continues to move forward. Some of those 12 Republicans voted in favor of it based upon a verbal promise that the Democrats would allow some kind of religious accommodation amendment to the bill. So as they return this week, that's the debate and that's the vote that will take place today, along with amendments uh, this week with other votes. Uh, we can still stop this bill, but this particular bill does several things, Holly. It obviously would federalize same-sex marriage. In doing so, it sets a national public policy, a floor, if you will, with regards to the fact that gender is irrelevant, even in a gender-based relationship. That has huge consequences right. for, like, the transgender issues, LGBTQ and other areas like boys and girls restrooms, sports, athletics, and other kinds of situations with regards to puberty blockers, hormones, surgery. When you say, as a matter of public policy, even though you haven't said it specifically, but what this bill would do is essentially say that gender is irrelevant in a very gender-based right. relationship, then that has significant broad consequences. And, you know, this is an example of how they use euphemisms to try to package things so they're attractive, to say Respect for Marriage Act. But it's actually the opposite. I mean, it's biblical marriage is out the window with this bill. It really is. I mean, in several situations here, it, it goes far beyond same-sex marriage. For example, it says that one state has to recognize another state's marriage, and it goes far beyond recognizing another state's same-sex marriage. It applies to anything. So, for example, California has no age limit, and what you have as a problem in California is what we call or what is called child bride marriages. Mm -hmm. These are marriages of kids that are whatever age. There's no age limit in California. You could have a 12-year-old get married. Some of those are forced to get married because they're sexually assaulted and impregnated. And there's lots of stories of just horror with regards to right. the child bride marriages. This so California's law would override Florida's law that banned child bride marriages because of a child bride that escaped after reaching the age of majority, contacted the Florida legislature, testified about the abuse, and Florida passed a law. That would be overridden by this law, H.R. 8404. The same thing with polygamy. It also encourages that as well. Yeah, in fact, uh, Senators Tammy Baldwin, Democrat from Wisconsin, and Susan Collins, Republican from Maine, both co-sponsors of this bill, they've acknowledged that there is a, quote, drafting error, close quote, that also opens up a loophole for polygamy. 
but they've never fixed the so-called drafting error. It's still in the bill. Mm -hmm. Now, no state legalizes polygamy yet, but Utah is very close. Utah has not prosecuted polygamy in 49 years. They decriminalized it a few years ago. So if you're caught in a polygamous relationship in Utah, it's basically now a traffic fine and a slap on the wrist, and that's it. And authorities in Utah turned many blind eye to polygamous relationships and don't even pursue the traffic fine. There's a lot of horror stories with regards to what's happening not only in Utah, but in other places as well. Well, I think what to really bring this home, though, Matt, you know, this does nothing to protect religious freedom for those of us who believe in biblical marriage and for those organizations that defend it. It's really going to put more attacks on us. It really does. And there is a provision that uh, Baldwin and Collins are proposing. But here's the thing. It doesn't protect religious freedom. It's very, very narrow. The Human Rights Campaign has historically opposed any amendments to any laws with regards to religious exemptions or accommodations. And in fact, the former Employment Non-Discrimination Act, ENDA, that was being pushed in Congress was originally supported by all the LGBTQ groups in the ACLU and HRC, Human Rights Campaign, and it had a religious exemption. After the Hobby Lobby case that sided with Hobby Lobby with regards to the Obamacare abortion contraception mandate. Uh, they withdrew their support from that, and HRC and others said that they're not going to support any more religious exemptions. Now, the interesting thing is HRC and some of the homosexual groups, like and even the atheist groups that don't support religious exemptions, like Freedom from Religion Foundation, they don't want religious exemptions. Yeah. HRC doesn't want religious exemptions. But guess what? Now they come up and say, well, they'll support the Baldwin-Collins amendment to this bill, meaning they know that it is pointless. It has no benefit to real religious exemptions. Otherwise, they wouldn't support it. So this particular bill will actually increase the targeting of people of faith. It will override, for example, the law in Kentucky that was passed unanimously by Democrats and Republicans, signed into law by Governor Matt Bevin in 2016 that protects religious exemption opt-outs for clerks in the Commonwealth of Kentucky with yeah. regards to same-sex marriage. That would be overridden by H.R. 8404. It's horrendous. What about, I'm thinking about these faith-based adoption and foster care agencies. Didn't we have a Supreme Court ruling to protect them against having to place children in same-sex relationships? Is that going to override this? Well, this will be something that will make these entities targeted because now someone will go to these uh, particular faith-based adoption facilities and say, now there's a federal law that says same-sex marriage, assuming it passes— and that's not a done deal. But there's a federal law that approves on same-sex marriage, and therefore we want to adopt this child. And if that religious organization says, no, it conflicts with my religious beliefs, it would be like that religious organization saying, we don't provide children for people of different races. Mm -hmm. So it sets this policy. But here's the thing. The vote is not final yet. So yes, it's bad. It's terrible, Bill. It needs to be stopped. Go to Liberty Council's website, lc.org, and we have emails on that front page. You can go into those emails and you can send faxes right away today to the members of the Senate. 
Yeah, because today they're expected to vote for a roll call vote on the motion to invoke cloture. That's right. And so they'll be doing the other votes. Eastern time, I believe. Yeah, that's, uh, that is a vote today. And so that's when they gather together. There will be debates. There will be votes. There will be other votes uh, that likely will come up this week. Uh, but this is the week that they plan to move this thing forward to final vote. And you know what's shameful, Matt? We had 12 Senate Republicans who voted in favor of this. 12. I know. Three of those Republicans uh, are retiring. So this is their parting shot. Oh, thank you. And the rest of them, we only need three. If we have another 60-vote requirement that they have to come up against, then we only need three, Democrats or Republicans, to peel off. And it could actually implode over this religious liberty amendment. Senator uh, Mike Lee He is proposing a broader religious liberty amendment that's being opposed by the Democrat leadership in the Senate. So there's going to be some wrangling and debating. This thing could implode. Pray and act. Pray that this bill is stopped, H.R. 8404, the so-called Respect for Marriage Act, and act. Call your senators. And even if you've called before, call again. Go to lc.org and Click on one of those emails right there on the front page where we message on this on this issue. Go into the email, and then you can actually send faxes to members of the United States Senate. Do it now because groups like the Human Rights Campaign and others, lots of corporations, mega international corporations are lobbying the United States senators to push forward and vote for this bill. Lots of pressure are on these senators And they need to understand the problems that they are creating and the religious freedom attacks that will ensue as a result of this bill. We need to do all three, call, fax, email. Yeah, absolutely. And do it now and do it this week. We'll continue to message on this on our lc.org platform or on our lcaction.org platform as well. So stay involved, stay informed, and don't grow weary. Make your voice heard now regarding H.R. 8404. For more information, go to Liberty Council's website, lc.org. That's lc.org. Pray, act, and tell your friends to get involved. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org where you can obtain email alerts and other information to keep you informed and involved. The website again, lc.org.